3: The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break with Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Thursday, October 13th, 2022, season 18, episode number 50. Welcome to another edition of The Break Life in SWBC Mortgage Studios. At the Star. we are presented by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. And today we talk about the Philadelphia defense versus the Cowboys offense. We got lots of questions there, lots of things to discuss there. We might even get some fan questions uh, that were left over from Tuesday about the offense. Uh, but let's start first with getting some uh, some updates on some injuries. Nick, what did we hear uh, this morning? I guess for on uh,
0: on Dak and where he is uh, from yeah. uh, his practice yesterday. I think it it went well, is what what McCarthy said. But I mean, Dak said it yesterday in the locker room as well that you know they were. He, it was it was a good throwing session, and, you know, he he he's playing with the media. I mean, he knows when the media's out there for 15 minutes. He's throwing the ball left-handed and doing all that kind of stuff, but he's doing things. When they leave, he's he's ramping it up a little bit more, and he said that they were able to cut it loose a little bit, put some zip on the ball. He says, I'm not going to throw it if I don't have, you know, if I don't have the zip, I'm not going to throw it. So yeah. sounds like he, it's ramping up that way. McCarthy said it went well. He'll do some more of that again. They're not going to rule him out, I don't think. Unless I heard something different, I don't think they're going to rule him out until they have to. But yeah. he, you know, he's not playing this week.
2: Yeah, he threw everything but the nine, which is the vertical route, and then the post. So everything else, deep shots, basically. Yeah, he, they took the deep shots out of the game, and so they threw underneath, intermediate stuff like that. Is how it all it all worked out. I was just,
0: so. I was just laughing because it was like. You can you can argue they took that out a long time ago. Like that's not really that, that's that not is, part of the plan, not part of his game. But yeah. you
2: know what is that
3: true though, Nick? You yeah. said that yesterday, and I I think about a number of times I've seen him connect downfield, particularly with Michael Gallup. I don't I don't think it's fair to say it's not a part of his game. It's
0: a part of his game. When you ask me what who what Cooper Rush does better than, than Dak. I think it would be deep ball. I think I think that have one we seen thing.
3: it? Yes, more yeah. than we saw with Dak.
4: Mm-hmm. I don't think, I so. think so. Okay. I don't think so either. No, I don't think so. Okay, not as often. no because yeah. I, I just think that the way they've been playing with Cooper Rush is a little bit more conservative in that aspect, where they're not but, giving him those many opportunities. But, but that but is he a conservative
0: has, throw, honestly. It, it is. Be told, it's a conservative throw for the way Cooper Rush throws it. I think he throws the ball more down the field, even when he plays in the preseason games, because that's what we have to go off of. I think he takes. I think he feels more comfortable throwing it, especially it to the right. His right side, I think he feels comfortable doing that more than, than some of the other guys, I think, than, than Dak does.
3: Yeah, I think it's, it's fair to maybe say that's a comfortable throw for him. I don't know that we've seen evidence that he connects on that any more frequently than Dak does. That's my point. So if you're looking at the results, I don't think that this is necessarily a thing where you say Cooper Rush is a better deep ball thrower from the standpoint
2: of the results than Dak. Well, the thing is, though, with Cooper Rush, they will get max protection, throw that ball down the field. True. That's the thing. I think if you want to do it, they've done it occasionally with Dak, but not to the point of with Cooper Rush. Cooper yeah. Rush has done it far more, and I think a lot of it has to do with Michael Gallup. The game the other day, they got in a situation where they were getting pass interference called too. Mm-hmm. I think I think you know that's these coaches have got to figure out, and a lot of them do. When you have games where officials are going to call things certain ways, the Raider game last year was a great example of like. You know, you know. If uh, I, I'm just throwing the deep ball because the officials are going to call pass interference every time, yeah. and you got a situation the other day where uh, where uh, you know, where Gallup was able to get down the field, and it was either going to be pass interference uh, on the the commander's corner or it was going to be a catch. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that to me there needs to be that plan in the game. It's like, hey, let's take a deep shot here. Let's see what you know. I think I think Dak needs more of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that to me that that's. I see it as part of his game, but I think it's something that they could probably take a little bit better advantage of. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go, if you're one of those numbers nerds, I think he was fifth in the league last year in deep ball throws. Mm-hmm. You know, so to me, you know, take some shots, right. go for it. You know, if you want to do that, but I, they, they need to do it more. That's that's I I you know I I, I like what Nick's hey. saying about you know about the situation about how he throws it. But take more shots at it, you know. Don't just, you know, think everything underneath and intermediate with him.
4: I am dying to know after this game, win or lose, how the whole narrative starts changing on whether how soon you get back in. (laughs) <laughs> or how a little bit more longer it takes it's not, to heal it's that It's not thing. win
0: or lose, though. It's, I mean, it's not win or lose. You, you don't, don't think th- so? No. No, there's two completely different narratives based off of win or lose, I think. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. The point. I think she's saying that. I just exactly exactly want to what see it, what happens. Yeah, yeah.
3: Because yeah. yeah. hey, did, did you hear Troy? Yeah, he throws it. wood right on the fire this mm-hmm. morning, like Cowboys going win in Philly. I think you got to start talking about whether you really want to bring Dak back. Like, it's just. It, this thing is taking on a whole life of its own, in my opinion. That I just don't, I don't see, I don't get it. But
2: yeah, I mean, you know, that's, you know, Jerry Jones came out several weeks ago and says he wants a quarterback controversy. Yeah. You go out and win Philadelphia, you got your quarterback controversy. Mm-hmm. I know, I know one thing. Doing radio every day on 105.3, that that there are people that absolutely want to see this thing play out with Cooper Rush, and there's the people on the back end of it. They're terrified that he's going to win this game. You know that they're they're it's that divided yeah. on on these on these folks and you know and it's you know they've made the decision as a front office and I, and you know as critical as I've been at the front office, you know they have done a lot of things the right way and you know if by if they bring Dak Prescott back I'm I'm, I'm not betting against them now because everything they seem to do has come to basis. For them, you know, it's it's worked out. All, hey, don't worry about the receivers. Don't worry about the offensive line. Don't worry about this. Don't worry about that. You know, all those questions that we had, you know, it seems like that their decisions are actually been the right decisions. You know, so I, I'm, you know, it's not me to sit here and say, you know, that it, it'd be, you know, that I, I think that they, I think that they could do more with Dak at quarterback, but you need to see Dak do more and win games. Yeah. That's that's where this argument is.
4: You mentioned the receivers, and that led me to think, do you guys feel that – because we always talk about how Dak needs help around him. Most quarterbacks do. Okay, we get that point. But he does need that kind of help. We know the improvements that the O-line has had, and they're doing good. But as far as the receivers and the rest of the group, you can throw in their running backs as well. Do you feel that everybody else – is doing enough to what Dak would need? And this is a weird question because you're seeing it with what they're giving Cooper Rush. But when you get Dak back in, are everybody else doing enough to cater to him?
3: Well, right now, in my opinion, catering to him or catering to any quarterback on this team is about the defense. It's It's not about about the the receivers. It's not about the tight ends. It's not about the offensive line. It is, in my opinion, about this defense. That's the other reason why... I have a hard time with the whole Cooper Rush conversation is because he is playing with right now, in my opinion, one of the best, if not the best defenses in the national football league. Mm -hmm. And doing that will afford you a lot of leverage. If you have a team where you're like punting is a good thing, you know, you're doing like, that means that the defense is what you, you rely on. So for me, I I don't think it's about the, it's not about the receivers. It's not about all that other stuff. It's about the defense. As
2: long as the defense keeps playing, you can keep winning, but you need. To, is it going to be clear this week? Start
4: scoring more points. At one That's point. what I was
2: going to ask. Is it going to? Is this the weekend where all of a sudden that, you know, uh, ten offensive points are not going to be enough?
0: Yeah, Pro- I mean, probably. I mean, yeah, it, 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 it seems that way. We'll see what's going to bend. I mean, we'll see if the Cowboys' defense is really, really that good and that dynamic. But yeah. we're going to get into it as well. Like yeah. the Eagles are winning with defense as well. Yeah. i mean the the Eagles deep, yes, they are they're well, oh but look at their playing. offensive
3: numbers, their offensive at, numbers up there as well,
0: right, but they're winning with defense though defense i mean look at what look at what they're i mean they the, the they did not in the Detroit game, but all the other games they've won, their defense is playing lights out, I'm just saying this isn't. I, you can't just make the, the the claim that the Cowboys have the best defense on the field in this in this game. I mean, I, I think the Eagles' defense is ju- is just as good. Their point their stats are good, and the reason why they're five and O is because their offense is dynamic as well.
2: Mm-hmm. It's kind of what you hope Dallas's offense would be with a really good defense right. that the ability to score some points, and then you know, that's that's I, that that I just go back to when and I was working in Green Bay way way back in the day when you played the Cowboys the Super Bowl Cowboys. They would get a lead on you, and then the defense would choke you out. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's where my my experience yeah. was. Yeah, that that's the way it always was. It was they found a way to use the weapons. They would get twenty four points, and that was enough. They, yeah, they would always. And play that
3: sounds that way. like that's, that's how it. Philly is doing it. I think yeah. is is their offense good enough to get those points, and then the defense is just like you're not coming back.
0: Like, where I, where I think that that this is going to end, you know, eventually for for Cooper Rush and the Cowboys is. Uh, is this winning streak is the red zone offense and and yes there's things that i think that 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 cooper does just as well if not somewhat better than deck but there's some things that deck obviously does better and and that to me is pocket presence and awareness and red zone and the ability to rpos and ability to run in touchdowns i don't see that happening from the six yard line of cooper rush running it in Dak can do that, and I think red zone struggles are going to be an issue if you can't run the ball and have a quarterback because Jalen Hurts certainly does, and I'm not saying Dak would be Hurts, but Dak can do more of that, and I think when you get down there, it's going to be harder to score. I think obviously Dak would give you a better red zone ability to score.
4: Okay, you have better memories. I think I'm trying to remember or if my memory is playing games with me, but I feel like – they have been okay like they're better in the red zone but their problem is getting to the red zone like they can never get to that point but when they get there they seem to be t- to year. be fairly okay this which, year
3: which well yeah, this year. i will say this get talking about what what zeke said yesterday he pointed out that he thought the biggest problem for this offense is third downs. Yeah, And it you look is. at it right now, they're 29th in the league yeah. in, in converting yeah. third downs. Yeah. That is a significant problem for them. And if you want to talk about a sustaining drives to get to the red zone, yeah. Yeah. that's part mm-hmm. of the problem. They're not sustaining drives enough uh, to get those uh, convert those third downs.
4: And wh- But once they rarely make it there, they seem to, I mean, from what I remember, they managed to get in, sure. whether it's running the ball or...
2: Bad. throwing but, a pass. No, no, you're right, but it's with Zeke's right. They're 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 bad on third downs, yeah. and that's the mm-hmm. thing about it. That you know you had two third, actually had three third downs the other day that you you could have converted on all three. You know the but you had the penalty on the third and one run, mm-hmm. uh, when Hendershot got called for holding at the end of the game. You had the drop by Ceedee Lamb, and you had the drop by uh, by. Uh, our other guy, uh why don't I I every went to the uh Noah? Gallup, Michael Gallup, Gallup. yeah, guy just was too many names in my head. But Gallup, you know, his drop and C D Lamb's drop and then the holding point, that was three third down plays that should have been converted. Mm-hmm. You know, those were all third and then that keeps drives going. And so now your percentage were well, there. I think they're like at thirty one percent right mm-hmm. now. You know, so we're on the other end of it was though. A- the Eagles on their offense are like, you know, ten to twelve percentage points better than that. Yeah. So, you know, but their Eagles defense, though, has been a little bit of a struggle on third down for them too. So we'll, you know, something something might have to give in this football game. Yeah,
3: know? they're third they're twenty-fifth right now in yeah. the league in, in third downs that they're giving up. So they're giving up a lot of third downs. Cowboys aren't getting third downs. Something will something yeah, has to yeah. get. somebody's gonna get better this game.
0: I go back to the red zone here. The 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 Cowboys rank thirty first in the NFL in and trips to the red
2: zone. Trip to the red Eleven. Zone. Yeah.
0: Only Houston has has less mm-hmm. with ten. On the flip side, oh yeah, well. And of that eleven, there's they've scored six times. So touchdowns, So that's a forty five percent. You know that that ranks them twenty six. But trips to the red zone only eleven. Which is the problem getting yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Now they have you know a couple of de- long runs and stuff like that. But for the yeah. most part, you know that that's been a, tra- a challenge. But on the flip side, they've only allowed teams in there nine times, which is by far. The best in the mm-hmm. in the league, so um, and so their defense is really really good in the red zone. Their offense not so much.
3: Once again, you're winning with defense. Uh, yeah, this is yeah. this offense is actually if this offense Everyone is knows playing. That, Derek. Uh, but no, knows but, but, I, but with I think defense. no. But the point is the point is if you take this offense run by Cooper Rush yeah. and you put it with the defense from last year, the Cowboys are probably a one or two win team right now. That's yeah. probably where they oh, are. Deep. And and so I, that's again that's and I keep making the point because I'm making the point that. Let's let's hold off on trying to say that, that you need to just keep Cooper Rush in there because there is going to come a game, because it happens every year, where even if you have a great defense, they're going to have a rough matchup yeah. or they're going to have a rough game, and you're going to need the offense to step
0: up. I, and I'm with you. I'm ready to see da- Dak. I'm ready to see him back in the lineup. But, I, again, I'm going to stick with it. I mean, lose a game, Cooper Rush. I mean, quit being a st- a stubborn. Lose the game, you know, quit being selfish and keep winning these games. I mean, the, he, it's his fault. It's not anyone Is else's fault. Is he winning fault.
3: these games, though? Like, that's the thats the problem. He's not winning these games. I I,
0: you know, but we sat here for years, and I had Dave and you talking about Dax' 400-yard games with an L, you know, like all these stats he's putting Fair. out and all that. So I'm Fair. just saying I it, it's a tough balance because – you know, we've seen these fourth quarter magical games that didn't end up well, but it's like man, he sure. With, wasn't with what going. kind of defense? What, right, right. <laughs> right, And I said oh, it yesterday. With what kind said of it yesterday. Right. He's never played with this kind right. of yeah. defense, so it will be great. But again, it's just the superstition in me. I'm not pulling a. I wouldn't, but I'm not the decision. I mean, maker. how much
4: would you say the defense improved from week one versus the rest of? You know, he had this defense in week one. Yeah.
0: But but they uh, and weren't
4: they, and they I mean they held. They're not as good up. against
0: goats. They're not. But, they're I mean they're not good against Brady.
3: And let's also be clear: is that has that been the best offense this team has played this year? I would say so. So maybe score what we back. find out is when sure. you're playing right. Score so back. maybe when you're playing that caliber of team, maybe your offense is really going to have to score more points, and by the way, you're playing, maybe that may have been the best defense that you played this year, too. I think the, point,
2: I think the point you made yesterday, and I actually stole it and used it on the radio yesterday, you're was, welcome. was the one about where you put all the rankings for the offensive lines that yeah. they played. You know, when you start saying, Rams, 31, yeah. Commanders, 30. You know, yeah. you start going through and like, because I asked my, I mean, they were my guys were like, you gotta run the ball, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta, and I go, you think this team's pass rush is any good? And they're like, oh God, it's the best in the league. Okay, here. Let me run off who all they're playing against.
4: You brought and then and then, and then Gavin, point. Gavin, <laughs> Amelia
2: went to break. You know, it went, we went right to break. You know, we're not we're not talking about you know. It's, because you know the argument was the argument was about. You know how they winning these games? They doing this, you know and that. And I'm like, okay, and I go, and I I gave you credit. I actually did. Derek Eagleton brought this up on the on the show that I was with, and they, so yeah, I mean it's sometimes, but it's but it, it's, it's a not, it's not a small sample size. It, mm-hmm. I mean, you, there's things that you're looking at right now, and you're going like, okay, is this what we're going to see the rest of the year? Mm. Remember last year, eight weeks in the season. We were all talking about Kellen Moore being the next head coach somewhere. We were all worried about losing Kellen Moore because how good the offense mm-hmm. was. And then eight weeks later, we were all trying to get rid of Kellen Moore. You know that you just you just hope this isn't the flip of like yeah. all of a sudden, oh the Philadelphia Philadelphia showed you how to attack the Dallas defense. You know that kind of thing. I God, if that happens, I don't know what so I'm to do. Do you
4: do you have where I forgot? But where does Philly rank? On O line. Eighteen. Eighteen.
3: As far as these are sacks we're talking about sacks allowed. Sacks allowed. They're yeah. they 18, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're eighteenth. They're, okay. 18, they're offensive line. So it's not great, but yeah. they're yeah. around banged middle up. of the league. Yeah. But they're banged yeah, up. Banged yeah, they're banged
2: up. And they played some teams, the Cowboys, where they've taken advantage of offensive lines. Mm-hmm. They have done and they and that's something that in the past they never did. They never took advantage of a, a compromised offensive and line. And
3: Let's also be clear. I think I personally think the model of how you beat this defense is already out there. Team just haven't been able to get them in that situation enough. They are not a good run defense. They are toward the bottom part of the league when it comes to run defense. You get them in a situation where you get a lead on them, and now you can effectively run the ball and you don't have to panic and get away from your run. That's a way to get at this defense, I think. And and this is why this game, I think, is pivotal, because it is a team that has that balance. Like you were saying, Nick, this is a really good defense. It's a good offense, too. Yeah. They can score maybe more points than what you've seen so far so, and be able to stick with their run game. So you're saying take the ball if you win the toss? <laughs>
2: <Not> <laughs> no. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm deferring. I'm, I'm always well, deferring. Let me ask you this, because, no, I, I, because I we were trying to yesterday, trying to figure out, though, and I'll ask you guys this question, we were trying to figure out if you could trade for something. I don't don't tell me a player. Just tell me a position. Tell me a position right now that you would trade for to help this team going forward because because th- my guys all were saying defensive tackle, and I said, no. whoa, 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 wait. it's not the inside runs. it's yeah. the perimeter stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so I went into this long, you know how I talk, you know I'm like <laughs> waving my hands like Brad Sham talking, you know, and that kind of thing. And so I'm trying to say, no, wait a minute, you know, How about the safety? How about the forced corner? How about the defensive end? How about that's not players? That's just how you play. But there's like, no, if you get this, you go trade for the guy at Carolina, the big defensive tackle, you know, and I'm like, it's not that. It's the edges. It's the outside that
3: runs the ball. One thing to note, I actually was just looking at this stat before we came in. Cowboys are ranked twenty first in the league on giving up inside runs, four point four yards per carry. They are ranked twentieth, giving up five point one yards per carry on outside runs. So they have been equally bad yeah. on both. Okay. Like they're not great, but but here's the it thing. It seems like to me they get killed on the perimeter
2: more than they get killed inside. Right. No, and I agree Fournette. with you. I agree yeah. with you, Fournette.
3: but I don't think I don't think it's necessarily about personnel. I think these are scheme induced. Like what I mean by that is I think you got a very aggressive defense. They are going at the quarterback and I think they get gashed sometimes. I think that if because there are times in games when t- opponents want to run the ball and Cowboys are having or not having it. And I think it's because they basically are in no situations of the game. They're like, all right, let's lock down on the run. We're not rushing the passer in the same way. We are locking down the run. So I think they have the personnel. If you gave me that choice of what player I want, it ain't even on the defensive side of the ball. I'm good with my personnel there. Keep with what we got. Figure out. And I trust Dan Quinn to figure it out. I think there are a number of places on the offense where you say, well, we could be a little better here, and maybe that gives us a little more. All right, we're going to take our first break when we come back.
0: Back to the break. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Live, starting at just $20. Join now. Get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and more. Visit slash united for details and to join today.
3: Welcome back. Second segment of the break live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Starless Jump In Philadelphia defense versus Dallas offense. Brian, what's the best thing they do?
2: I think it's the. it starts with really the front seven. Uh, you know, when you look at them, they've got a really nice rotation, much like the Cowboys do with their guys. Josh Sweat's playing well. Fletcher Cox, we all we know him from days gone by. Mm-hmm. You know, Hargrave at the defensive tackle. Him and Jordan Davis have been kind of rotating there. Brandon Graham is – every time I want to throw dirt on Brandon Graham, he comes back with a sack or three, you know, that kind of <laughs> thing. But, yeah, they've done a really nice job. And Hassan Reddick as well. So it, it's really about up front. It's about the pressure that they're able to get. They do a good job of their physical um, you know, handling blocks, uh, you know, getting off blocks, getting up the field, being disruptive. I think that their secondary is the one that you could kind of. I know it's James Bradbury and Darius Slay and guys like that. I think this. I think Gardner Johnson, their nickel or really their safety. I think that's a little bit of a liability for them as a tackler. So to me, when they play zone coverage, they get in trouble. Uh, there's a lot of routes that you see in front and. Arizona, I thought, did a really nice job of sitting down in zones and and attacking that, and they were Kyler Murray was able to find uh, you know find his guys. So, you know, when you got to take advantage of that, they're going to play zone coverage on you. This uh, this is a team also too that likes to hold in the secondary, and this week, uh, you know, when you look at the officials, uh, you know, it's it's going to be it's going to be whether you get those holding calls in this game, and because they're a very grabby group. And, you know, that can kind of swing a game one way or another. So uh, it's John Hussey is the official in this game. And Hussey's crew calls the second most uh, uh, pass interference penalties in oh. the league. And so, but, the you know, that that's something to keep an eye on right there because Slay likes to hold, Bradbury likes to hold. And when they get the opportunity, Maddox has been injured for them. So he hasn't been a factor in this thing as like the nickel but I think it going back to it, Derek. Guys, it starts really up front with these guys. How many?
0: How many games, or did you see other games than Arizona? Because what I wonder is, yeah. is when you when you face Kyler Murray, you're worried about that kind of dynamic. Do mm-hmm. you play it differently? Then they're not going to be worried as much about Cooper Rush. Do you think they play the zone as much? in other teams or maybe just that
2: one. I just think that it they, there was a there was a good balance. It's a great question. I think there was a pretty good balance of that when you see they 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 get in man, they like to play man coverage when they get into their nickel stuff on the third down and then they'll play the zone stuff seems to be I think they're a little scared about the speed on the outside or lack of when they get guys, you know, they don't want to just get up on somebody and get run by. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's more of a it's more of a uh, it's more of a trying, like okay, we're going to come after you, we're going to blitz you, we're going to rush you, we're going to play man there. But I saw a lot more zone than I did, you know, with uh, with the man to man stuff on the games I did. I, I watched three three them play three games and it, and you know they were you know they were they were it it just seemed like to me when they're when they were giving up plays it was because of the zone coverage stuff.
4: Going back to the stat, which I had seen earlier, too, about third downs and the comparison between what they give up and what the Cowboys currently do, do you think, Brian, that for this game, because there are times where I think, okay, you trust your defense so much, and I get it, you have to punt at times, but why not take that extra, like, try, like, go for it? Mm -hmm. So do you think maybe this is a time where we'll see them kind of going for it a little more than what they're used to just to give yeah. it a try and see if they are successful?
2: I think you have two coaches, and I, I would call McCarthy pretty aggressive with he, what he does too when he goes back to uh, – when you go back to the uh, – look at what he's done going forward on his own end of the field. You know, I mean, I, I think – and I, I know that, that Sirianni, their coach, is he's a go-for-it guy from the, the jump. So, yeah, it's going to be one of those games where I think both teams – Have the ability, and especially like say that when I watched Philadelphia on tape, it was, it just seemed like that they're always going for it on fourth down, no Mm -hmm. matter where they are on the field. Not as bad as what the Chargers do, Mm -hmm. Chargers are on their own 18 yard line and they go for it on fourth down because that's what they do. (laughs) But this guy is very, very aggressive that way. And then McCarthy has proven, though, the last couple of times that they've been out. Those fourth downs that they've had, whether on his end or the other end, that he's more willing to go for it. So, I, I think this is a game that you got to go out there and you have to be aggressive. in. you know, I mean, people are probably feeling like that the Cowboys are not going to win this game with Cooper Rush at quarterback. You know, they're, they're going to, and he might have to take some chances to get some points too. You know, three points, kicking field goals might not be enough in this game. You know, mm-hmm. having to find a way to get touchdowns—that's probably the path that he that he's going to need to take
3: you look at Philadelphia's rush defense and it's been it's been a weird mix. There's some games they've given up a lot. There's some yeah. games they've been very they're stingy. They're bad against the Lions. They yeah, they're averaging 103 yards per game yeah. that they allow uh against the Lions they gave up 181 yards yeah. on the ground which is huge. 124 against Arizona. What did Arizona and Detroit do specifically that made them more successful against the run than some of the other opponents?
2: Yeah, I think what you, the the thing that the when Detroit just took the ball right at them too, and you know they were able to they they you know it was one of those things when you play the first game is the first game of the year, so yeah. you always worry about conditioning and things like that. You know when it comes to uh, when it comes to how your team's going to play. Were they ready? Were they prepared? Did they have the rotations and stuff like that? I think Detroit was just more physical than that. And this, is, this could be a very physical front. But what they're also in a situation in right now is where, you know, their uh, linebackers, when you get past that first level, I've seen some problems with their linebackers, too. You know, whether it was TJ Edwards, you know, they, he, he's as a Mike linebacker. They really, Hassan Reddick is listed as a Sam linebacker, but he's more of a rusher. So people that were able to kind of br- break that first that first wave and then get there's you know the the stuff with this is a very aggressive defense so you get guys that they you take them one way and then bring the ball back the other with the the pulls and the traps and things like that so uh, that's kind of what the Detroit I thought Detroit was just more physical running the football Arizona again the stuff with the quarterback makes a lot of difference for them too.
3: Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned Hassan Reddick. He leads their team with four and a half sacks. He's a linebacker, yeah. which signifies to me they must be blitzing quite a bit. That being said, how much do they blitz and where does he typically line up if there is a beat on that on where that he, you can I noticed come. he
2: plays on your he plays on a lot of it on the uh on the offensive right side. Okay. So he's gonna be on the defensive left is right. what's gonna happen. Josh Sweat generally plays the other side. Uh, you know, with with that rush. So, if you're gonna if you're gonna see Reddick, he's gonna I, the moving around part. I, I every time I looked at it, I said, okay, where is he going to be? It was off that right tackle spot is where yeah. he's going to come from.
3: How comfortable you feel with that? I mean, still over there, they give him a little help, I would assume, but. How do you feel? How comfortable do you guys feel with that? And you've talked Nick a lot about Tony Pollard
0: and the reason why Tony Pollard doesn't get on the field as much as yeah. everybody wants to see him is because of blitz pickup. Yeah, I thought he he missed one the other day uh, with Ramsey coming off the edge. You know, I don't think he he saw it right away. He kind of went inside of the guard, and I, I didn't. I just didn't think he 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 saw it yeah. at all. Now that would have been a quite a collision if he did because i mean ramsey's screaming off the edge yeah. there but that's what he's supposed to do i mean you know he's a willing blocker he just he, you, you just got to be alert and you also have to be big enough to do it that's one of his issues um but you know that's a-
2: awareness though if yeah. you mentioned that that's the thing i think the biggest thing with with pollard is his willingness to do it i think don't think it's a problem the finish is not always great it's how are you reading it how are you seeing it are you are you you're, you're, you know most most uh, guys are taught to read inside out and, and you know and sometimes he gets just so inside focused that you miss that that slot blitz is what happened last week, on you know, that play. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Real quick before we go to break, I did have this other question. You look at their pass defense and it, although you talked about the front seven, yeah. they've been very stingy, only giving up 189 yards per game yeah. passing. That is a I mean that's a really, really great number my question would be: Is that more a reflection of their pass rush, I think it's or the, the rush. coverage?
2: I think it's the rush. I think the front, the front, clearly affects the way that people throw the ball. I, I do feel like you know we, this team has seen James Bradbury play when he's with the Giants. Mm. You know, you've seen Darius Slay play. You know, with when he's been at Philadelphia. But I can say that you know this 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 Gardner Johnson that they traded for from the from New Orleans. I don't think he's been as good. And so to me, you know, these guys hold. I mentioned that because of the flag. They hold a lot. They're in position because they're holding. And I'll be interested to see if the officials, like I say, call this in a way that they allow them to get away with it. If they do allow them to get away with it, then, yeah, that's where you, that's where you limit the, the yards. But to me, there's a lot of times where this group could have been called for. All. I was watching the Arizona game and just the way Darius Slay inside breaking route, he's grabbing guys' arms, pulling the guy's arm, you know, down line, and, and it's not a call. And you're like going, "Oh, okay. Well, if that's if." But to their credit, they they haven't been called for it. We'll see if this crew does call it though this week.
3: All right, let's head to our final break. When we come back, uh, we have some questions from some fans about uh, this upcoming matchup: Cowboys offense, uh, yeah, Cowboys offense versus the Eagles defense. When we we'll come right back, DallasCowboys.com radio.
4: The season is finally
2: here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere Zero Turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling. United Ag and Turf for winning.
0: to the break. NFL Plus gives you live, local and primetime regular season and postseason games on your phone or tablet, game replays, and more. Go to plus.nfl.com Start your free trial of NFL Plus today.
3: Welcome back. Final segment of The Break live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. This segment brought to you by Blockchain.com and uh, let's get into some questions. Thanks, Chris. Uh, let's get into some questions that we have from some fans. They were sent earlier this week but I saved someone because we didn't get to them and they are specific to the Cowboys offense. First question for From Blue Star Gang says, "Uh, have we seen enough from Noah Brown to where Washington is now expendable? Or is Tolbert underwhelmed to the point you have to keep Washington as your fourth receiver? So there's two questions here.
4: I kind of really forgot about Tolbert again.
3: (laughs) You're done with Tolbert?
4: No, 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 no. I'm I'm not done with him. He just got here. Hold on. Right. But no, it's just... Again, we were waiting for him to get back from the injury and all that. Then he got back. He didn't do much. And then it just easily became like, I don't remember. What has he done? That's I, that, I, that's, I genuinely yeah. do not remember what he's done um, other than that first week when he got back in.
2: Yeah, I, I think that his confidence really got crushed in Oxnard. Mm. you know. And they asked him to do a lot of things. And it just it didn't appear that he was very capable of doing it. I really believed when we were doing the draft show that he was NFL ready. When you watched him play, he looked very confident. He looked poised. You know, he made big plays, uh, you know, in those games. And he got here, and he looks like a completely different player. And so now you when you do that, you go back and you say, okay, what did I see? Did I miss something with this player? I think that, I think that he just got overwhelmed. And I, I don't think he ever recovered from that. And so being inactive and all that, I – you know, it's sometimes it's it's one of those things that you you have to go through. But he he just doesn't look like that. They number one, they don't have confidence in him right now. They probably wouldn't. You know, if you asked him with a microphone in their face, they would say, "No, no, we're happy with everything." But they're probably thinking, "Okay, how can we rebuild this kid? Because he he's he's not the same player he was at South Alabama." coming from south alabama i mean should we be a little more patient like yeah, well,
0: should they have to be more patient yeah. well his uh, i got his stats right here his okay. freshman year he had uh, he played five games he yeah. caught five balls for 60 yards okay his uh his junior year he caught 64 passes for 1000 yards and eight touchdowns and his senior year 12 uh i mean 82 catches 1400 yards in yeah. two years in the pro touchdowns. bowl well, I mean... I, I know, but I'm, yeah, I get your point. Yeah, like, I mean, be patient. Yeah. Right, you have to. Yeah. And, and, and I will always be a little bit more patient every time yeah. because of a Miles Austin. They're not all going to be that way. Yeah. Sometimes they're, the Jamaica Rector is just going to be Jamaica Rector. I mean, yeah, that's absolutely. just the way it is. Wow, but, I
3: hadn't heard that name in a right, long
0: time. But, I, but you have to yeah. be patient with not only receivers, but small school receivers like that that. You said... You know, he got here and he looked like a different player. And he probably did. He also saw a different player on the other mm-hmm. side yeah. of him. And so, you know, I, I think you have to be patient. But, yeah, I mean, I would have thought, you know. But then again, he's, he's a few inches away from a different mentality all around. If he gets his right foot down and scores that touchdown against the Chargers, and the, you're like, oh, look at him, you know, in the back of the end yeah. zone, nice play. Mm-hmm. But so, he, you know, he, he was really close to making some plays. And so I think it gives you some confidence of saying, all right, Don't need him as much this year, but I bet you next year we'll hear McCarthy saying, one guy I really like from last year is Jalen Tolbert. He was in the workout. He's been at the deck yard back there. He's, you know, so we'll see.
2: Yeah, that's the thing, too, and I think you make a great point about that. The the thing that maybe five to eight years ago, when you say that, you kind of like go, all right, makes sense the way that these receivers are coming out of college. That is true. And then all of a sudden jumping in, and, and it, it, it doesn't matter. I know the Packers, you're kid from North Dakota State, and he's a dropping balls. He was a second-round pick. I mean, mm-hmm. I, 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 there's a lot of kids. And not every kid is like Chase or Jefferson or like that, but we're starting to see a lot more that these college kids are coming in and stepping in and immediately starting to play. Yeah. And that's the thing that's just a little disheartening as an evaluator that you kind of felt like this is one of those kids. This is one of those kids that could come in and play, and you're right. You know, it's it's a lot different playing, you know, uh, Appalachian State than it is playing the Los Angeles Rams. You know, it's different.
0: But you know who messes it up for everyone? It's always one guy that messes it up because there's probably a thought process of these small school receivers and all that, and then Cooper Cup comes in, and you were all over Cooper Cup in the draft, and and he was he was as good, if not way, was he
3: his first year? I don't remember. I
0: think he was he was immediately no. Brian was upset but that they didn't I mean he 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 was all over Yeah, him I knew I it.
2: knew from draft. But day, but yeah, I mean he yeah.
0: obviously good enough to say mm, uh-huh. aha. Yeah.
2: yeah. See, the thing Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> mm. But uh, yeah, that, that's the thing. That, that just because what we've seen in this day and age with but like say 5 to 8 years ago it man these you know first round receiver well, the numbers were 48 catches, 864 yards, four touchdowns. Now it's you know, now it's 110 catches and, you know, it's mm-hmm. these crazy numbers and you're going, okay, That's I guess that's what's happening in our league now.
3: Yep. All right, uh, real quick. We didn't answer do, the question. I was going to say, what? Answer. no, that's where I was going. I was going to okay. say, give me an update on Washington. What are we hearing about him?
0: Um, <laughs> I think the Cowboys are in no hurry there. Um, and I don't know where he is as far as health-wise. I was told it could still be a couple more weeks. I don't know if it's because that's what the injury is or they're just – Don't really need it. Yeah, because
4: initially it was going to be around this time. It it would have been around this time. Knock
0: on wood, one of these receivers comes out with a wrist injury. It's like, you know, Washington's ready to play. Like, Washington, we could, you know. So we'll see. I I bet you he's a little bit further along, but, you know, that's what happens with the rules. The rules are you just on an injured reserve and. We'll we'll start his twenty one day window when we want to start it. Right.
2: All the receivers are doing things, and you know they're all playing. Whether it's you know they're playing special teams, even semi Fajoko, yeah, guys like that. Mm-hmm. Everybody did stressing. Washington doesn't do that for you.
3: True. All right, let's move on to the next question. Uh, Anthony Villanueva says, "What's one area you think the passing game can get better with? Just one area. If you had to pinpoint one area we want the passing game to be better, where would you want
2: to?" Be I wish better? they threw better screens. Mm-hmm. I wish they threw better Still. screens, whether it's tight end screens. I mean, I'm watching everybody in the league. The last couple of weeks, I've watched guys like Tyler Higbee, and I'm watching, you know, Dallas Goddard and these guys, and I'm watching teams leak backs out, and all of a sudden, it's just a devastating play. This team can't get out of its own way when it comes to throwing a screen. They can't get the guys Is out. Is that
3: about the offensive line not I, being mobile enough to get out there, it's, or
2: I don't know if if it's coordination. I mean, they've got guys that can actually move. They do. They've got guys that are athletic enough to get out in space and make things happen. They don't get any blocks on the outside. You know that gets all muddled up at times, yeah. but you know, or the run people. It's just it's so frustrating to watch. Teams around the league be able to and this one, this team you're about to play, they will screen you to death. Yeah. And it, because they know it's an easy throw for their quarterback. That's the kinds of things that could help Cooper Rush. You yeah. know, just a little simple screen that could go for 26 yards. Yeah. That's a big help.
0: My, my thing, and I've said it for 15 years, I've asked to get the player on the roster. And now he's on the roster and he's not in the Vertical game. Vertical player. I, I just, I just think you, you're, you're using a, you're wasting a dynamic player in Turpin. I mean, you don't have to give him the football. You don't. I mean, maybe once in a while, but use him on a screen, on a, on a reverse, even if he doesn't get it. Just give it to him one time around the corner, see what happens if he gets five, six yards. But you could fake it to him three more times the rest mm-hmm. of the game. And I just think they're not using that. He, you don't trust him. As a as a blocker, well, that's fine. But he can have a role that can scare the crap out of some teams on on the back end.
3: And I'm kind of surprised they haven't done more of that with a backup quarterback in games where you you can't really get your offense going. You would think in those kind of situations, that's where you think you see teams doing more wildcat or reverses, or things that just kind of force a defense to respect different things because you know you need to give your quarterback a little help. And basically, the only help they're giving him, as you said, Brian, is really giving max protect. They'll max protect and let him throw a ball, but that's all they're doing. Other than that, they're just like, hey, we're okay if we do three and out. Like, we're just going to punt the ball and trust our defense, Right. you know?
4: Yeah, the times—and I'm surprised by that, too. The times that he he does get on the field, they don't do anything with him. It's like, okay— why is he on, even yeah, on he's there? He's yeah. yeah, and even then, there are times he doesn't do anything and you're like, okay, then what are you trying to prove here or like put on tape that's going to scare anybody because you're not. Um, I'm on that with Brian with the screen. I feel like, a couple of years ago they were pretty good at that. This
2: 2016, were really good at it. how many times that like the the Zeke, the Zeke would they they'd fake the block and he just kind of slip out right. and they got Lyman in front. Yeah. You know whether that was Doug Free or right. Tyron Smith or whoever or Frederick, you know, get mm-hmm. somebody. They they it's just like it's it's so disjointed and bumping into each other and no no you know no sell at all. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, to me that that's the simple thing because I mean throwing the ball down the field and all that yeah that can add proof but man just give me something give me a simple little throw from my quarterback that just devastates defenses when it works
4: and speaking of selling i think one of the things is the fake before <laughs> yeah. i would be fooled every time and i got birds eye view up here and i would have like oh oh the ball's over here I don't think they're good at that anymore. They just, and that's Deception. the small part, but yeah. it, I think it does play a big role in the game. If They need to improve that aspect of things, just faking it better. Yeah.
3: All right, we appreciate you guys Jonas. We'll be back tomorrow. We're oh, going to wrap wow. this thing up for that's you. It? That's it. We're going to wrap this thing up for you. We're going to let you guys know what we think is going to happen this Sunday night. Cowboys versus Eagles. So then for Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Amber Garcia, I'm Derek Eagleson. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com. Radio.